0: Hey guys, and welcome to the latest episode of the Startup Diary. I am Harrison Moj and I'm with my co-host, Adam Keller.
1: Hey guys, thanks for joining us. And if you're new to this podcast, this is where we share the highs, the lows, and all the learnings of what it's like to build a business. And we are still in the midst of very uncertain times, just to keep using that statement as it keeps coming out of my mouth in every email, in every <laughs> podcast, in everything that we are writing and uh, producing right I now. Mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Keeps coming out. I just did it again. Quick Facebook live stream to the community and uncertain times came up. Um, but Harry, um, today's date is Monday the 30th of March at the point of recording this. Correct. Um, we went through, I think last week, was it? or Was it the week before we put out, I don't know, two or three episodes within the week? Very COVID-19... Update-wise. Not last week, the week before, I believe. Lots of stuff went out. Mm -hmm. um, And we just wanted to jump on the mics uh, and give you guys a quick update to exactly where we are. But I wanted to throw it across to you first, Harry. Um, So I don't think I asked you this question enough. How are you finding it from a work perspective now with everything that's going on?
0: Still just bizarre. Bizarre, bizarre, bizarre. Um, We're at the stage now where things are... Drying up's not the right word, but the workload is uh slowing down i'm not sure what the right phrase for it is but but i'm getting on top of everything and ha- and finally for the first time in what feels like a very long time uh, actually having available time to say cool what can we do mm-hmm. like let's let's do some stuff rather than like i've got so much stuff to do i'm so slammed <laughs> so busy <laughs> <laughs> we laugh about that because that's now harry's war cry <laughs> <laughs> i have been so slammed but right now i can see the light at the end of the tunnel does uh, that light like, look like
1: I'm, a job center or do you uh, think <laughs> i mean it's
0: got a green hue to it so <laughs> but no it just feel it, it's actually genuinely exciting to think that now we can just I know I know one of the big focuses this year has been focusing more on expert trades mm. own own stuff. Yep. Um uh and that's kind of twofold now because, because <laughs> everything the world has grinded to a halt. Uh so yeah, I'm just ex- I'm I mean, it's a bit um bittersweet, but just kinda of, at least we would go in that way anyway. This is just kind of really made made us Yeah, uh, I like the fact you us use us the focused. word
1: excited because I think I'd probably say two weeks ago tone was very different in the country mm. as a whole mm-hmm. uh, from a business perspective to how we were all um got moved I don't want to say the words very quickly because I think there's a lot of people that are uh, suggesting that we didn't go into lockdown quick enough and we're still not in full lockdown uh but let's just take the political element out mm-hmm. off the table uh, I think for us as a business we went from having an all-hands meeting on a Monday and here's our here's our stance on work from home and what we're going to do and within 24 hours we're working from home and then yep. we had to kick all that off um We put out a few shows that last week and then, sorry, uh, that week, and then last week, um, the mood was really different for me within the business. Um, And it kind of felt, I got to the end of the week um, and I had to give myself like a proper talking to. Last week was probably the most unproductive week I've had in the business in a very long time. Um, And then every day I'd get back home, I'd drive myself back. um, And for those of you that aren't listening, uh, me and Harrison are in the office, the rest of the team is working from home and outside of that we are we are still socially distancing <laughs> yep um like a, 100% <laughs> the like f- we are furthest
0: um, <laughs> corners of the office <laughs>
1: um and uh and then outside in our personal lives we are respecting lockdown and social mm-hmm. distancing and all that good stuff and we urge everyone else to which yeah. is
0: hard it's hard like not seeing the family obviously got little boys i guess like grandparents haven't seen the kids have they no exactly from both sides of the families um yeah it's it's get it. Uh, um, apart from obviously the work aspect of things, like that, that whole just kind of cabin fever, not really going anywhere, not seeing anyone other than. Th- I, know, I know Facetime's great, but without sort of being in the room with people, it's definitely very different. Yeah. And that is so rude of me, my laptop just went
1: off. <laughs> Not a problem. It's all these notifications. It's all <laughs> the pissing house party notifications that we <laughs> yeah. were getting for a period. Oh,
0: my battery is just draining for the amount of house party. Did you know in, in that,
1: uh, quick tip, if you're on house party, you can, you can long hold the app icon and sneak into the house.
0: You can turn off the notification that goes out to people when you log in and you can turn off the notification that when other people come in so i've done that for everyone i, I yeah, the, the whole just thing turn it all off and
1: i was still trying to work it out so i still ended up in conversations with people that i didn't really know so <laughs> uh, but house party is good fun but um uh to pull it back is last week the i got to the end of the week and i was really stressed last last friday to the point that um to the point that sarah actually raised it and for those of you that don't know sarah's my wife and also works for the business and she could just tell like I was in a funk. Mm. And she asked me the question. She was like, are you, are you worried about the future of the business? And my answer was no. I said I was disappointed with how I'd acted the last five days because I think every, I think because of everything that's gone on, I kind of just really struggled to get into the office and understand where my time should be spent. I think it's because I spent so much time over the Christmas period and rolling into Q1, uh, planning Q1, Q2, 3 Q4, and, and an overarching macro view of what we wanted to achieve in the business, for the first time, I felt really clear on what we were going to do. And mm-hmm. to address what you said earlier, um, we'd weirdly decided to pitch for less new business and focus on expert trade products and make and underst- an, uh, communicate to the board, make them understand that uh, we're going to have less revenue for Q2, Q3 because we're going to focus on our community, our platform, our technology. Obviously, bittersweet to your point that... Um, Yes, we are still doing that. Uh, The decision is no longer in our hands, but we had planned for that. Um, But I think last week, I just felt extremely confused with what to do with my time. And I I was in this position where I was trying to make perfect decisions in terms of making sure that right now we're on offense mode, making sure financial planning is done. Um, But I kept revisiting the same financial documents and nothing's really changing day by day, but I'm trying to just like, answer all the questions and for the first time in a long time I had so many unknowns in the business that I kind of felt paralyzed last week um, and kind of reflected on the week when I got to Friday. and was really disappointed with myself in terms of my level of output for the week. I think one thing that I did well was communication with the team, making sure everyone's okay um, which I think is really important with this work from home thing Mm -hmm. but I just I kind of really struggled to work out where to spend my time last week and just became paralyzed with indecisions. Um, and then got to the end of the week and I was like, what have I really done this week? Um, and that was really frustrating for me um, because I guess now more than ever is, is a time to make clear, fast decisions Um and f- for me, the team and the community, uh, I-, I just felt like I kind of let everyone down last week. And I-, I might be overthinking it and beat myself up about it, um, but didn't really like where my head was at last week, last Friday. So um, got home, spoke to the wife about it, which was super helpful. Um, and then she was like, well, don't dwell do on it now, chill. Friday night. get the chinese in <laughs> indian um we uh, who dropped it at the door and then <laughs> ran back very quickly i saw him through the door he dropped, he dropped it at the door and sculled back uh, and wanted to make sure that we opened the door and received it and sort of like it's just a really weird awkward nod at the end of the driveway like <laughs> exactly yeah and he was like thank you for continue to order with us for trying to support any local business that's open uh, especially if it's takeaway related uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> three times a day
1: but um I think last week was ch- uh, challenging for me mentally. Um,
0: I th- I think for everyone in ev- everyone uh, in the country at least if not the world. It feels like th- there's a vibe I'm getting anyway that like week 1 when we were in lockdown it was all a bit uh, and the, the and 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 before that it was all a bit sort of novel, a bit surreal. It's like this is weird, like what's going on, mm-hmm. we don't really know. People are telling us to do things and not do things, but people still kind of are doing things. Then we had like a a genuine week of lockdown where everyone's like, okay, people are taking it more seriously. Less people are going out because it's like, maybe maybe they're just realizing, okay, maybe the government's serious. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's still like a lot of question marks in the air. It feels like people, uh, as this goes on, becoming more and more accustomed to what we can and can't be doing in personal life and business and things like that. Um, And I think that, now that there's a sort of a bit more focus and understanding on what we're dealing with and and the parameters that we're having to work within, I get the vibe I'm seeing more people do sort of online content um even if their business isn't or hasn't ever really been online focused before mm-hmm. people more and more people are now understanding the situation we're in and really pushing towards. Adapting to this, what is just a very new world that we're kind of going into at the moment.
1: Yeah, I think the parameters thing is interesting because um, what what I tried to do was start planning, but those parameters felt like they they could and would be shifting. So
0: yeah, part- that, yeah, that, that's what I mean. It was still like last week or last week was still very uncertain. Like we mm-hmm. were st- like it felt like we're still in this like downwards slide of like we're gonna get locked in. We're not allowed to go anywhere. Yeah. What do we do? What can we do?
1: So, uh, and like trying to navigate and sort of plan during that time is really Mm -hmm. difficult. But I actually think uh, the key thing I wanted to discuss was I honestly feel like Friday Friday evening through to um, Saturday evening was like make or break for me from like a mental perspective of how I'd approach the following couple of weeks. Um, Because I think it would have been very easy to come back in with that level of... um, the inability to make decisions because not a huge amount of change from Friday through to Monday is an example. Um, But I kind of just had to, uh, I guess, just take some time to gather my thoughts and understand, actually, I do want to be on the front foot about this. I understand financially where the business is likely to be in a couple of months. We've got cash reserves that we're going to basically burn through. Um, And I wanted to come in and go, actually, let's just say this is what business is going to be like for the next six months we're about to enter Q2. So what can I or should I be doing now in the business um, to position the company uh, in a really strong place uh, that when we do come out of this, um, that we have a fighting chance of getting back to where we were in the shortest amount of time possible? Because I I think I came to the realization, and I think one thing that I was struggling with last week is the stuff that we've historically done for brands, it isn't going to become a We're out of lockdown and all of a sudden we can go back Mm. to selling as normal. And there was that niggle in my head thinking, yeah, I can keep pushing the business forward. And there was a degree of concern in terms of like, but am I pushing the business down the right path? So I kind of needed to just take a step back and think about it from a, from a brand and positioning perspective to go, actually, um, yes, we've got more time on our hands. And yes, we're going to be spoken on expert trades and our technology and our platform and our community. But I think our product mix right now of what we traditionally offer to brands is wrong. And that might be the hesitation. and I tried to work out why I was reserved about just pushing last week. Um, and I think what I nailed down was I'm scared to push down that direction because I don't wholeheartedly believe that when lockdown comes out, that brands are going to come and spend with us the types of money on the types of things that they were spending with us.
0: Do you think that after all this is done mm-hmm. um, and we're out the other side of it, that do you see an? Um, do you see a world where all of a sudden, where it was like, what? What was the ratio of sort of brand um, revenue versus
1: eighty-five, fifteen?
0: So you, let, let's just flip it. Do you th- do you see a world where, on the other side, it's like the complete inverse, where brand um, revenue is just so small compared to everything else that we do? Just because we've flipped it on its head and we have focused more on community and serving those people.
1: Yeah. Um. I don't think it goes the complete inverse. So there's a couple of things. Um, I think the the level of retainers that we're used to closing uh, for brands, I don't think that's going to be anywhere near that level in the future. So mm-hmm. um, I, I don't think brands are going to be open up their purse strings that fast. Marketing is often the first thing to go and the last thing to get switched back on. Um, but we made a conscious decision in Q1 to uh, change where we want to attract our revenues from. Uh, to your point, 15% from the community, 85% from brands, I think we'll end up dealing with a lot more brands, but with a more scalable technolo- technological solution. So we've got stuff like Tool Talk Plus, and I know we're talking inside baseball right now and not many yep. people understand it, but that is a technology review platform for for brands um, that is a much lower price point. So 10% of the, the average uh, contract value uh, on an annual basis. Um, but it provides a lot of value to brands. So I think we'll end up changing our product mix to smaller value contracts, larger amount, while we've got the time to improve tool talk, improve the backend infrastructure with our dev team. I think that's a really interesting, meaningful product. It connects brands with their community. It creates a relationship. And I think that's one thing we're leaning into really well. So that's going to create a world of opportunity for us. The key thing for me from a community perspective is I've been devastated and heartbroken the amount of times that I've spoken to our community on a one-to-one basis in private rooms. And they've had no financial training in their business to the point that they have ran up huge amounts of debt without realizing it as an example. So six-figure debt in a business because they didn't understand the difference between profit and cash flow mm. um, and revenues and profits. And I think that the biggest thing for me from this is Charging your members, charging community, there's no downside to it if you're creating value. And if we created, I can think of five or six different courses that if we'd created, and whether it's uh, Expert Trades Academy, more one-to-one support for the trades, I want to create more resources for our members that mean that when they are more financially and operationally aware in their business, so they can really build the fundamentals of a solid business, because all of this has highlighted the the fact they are accidental business owners. So I think really leaning into becoming the platform that educates every trades freshman in the UK and says, here's the courses you need to watch. Here's the software you need to, need to use. If you follow this playbook that we built for you, you're gonna know month on month where your business is, where your revenues are, where your profitable customer base sits. That's the sort of thing I wanna do more of because if we'd lent into that as an example two years ago, I and I know it's like, Hindsight is twenty twenty. If we'd lent into that uh, two years ago, I think a lot of our community would be in much stronger positions. And we have like a responsibility to get that content out to our members. So for me, it's leaning into supporting our our customers, which are our trade community. Um, I really want to focus on making our technology even better and making our content even stronger. So we we are literally the singular platform for trade to go in and build their business on. Um, And I think because we have lots of brand work, that 85-15% mix, we naturally make sure we focus on brand revenue. Uh, We have that bittersweet situation now, which is we have more time on our hands than ever before. So if we're going to lose money as a business for a few months, let's make sure that we're at least creating some fantastic content Mm -hmm. and positioning ourselves to benefit as the market picks back up. Um, And in 12 months time, the community look back and say, these guys, like we're going to do Lunch and Learns. We're going to do webinars. We're we're really focused on this right now. I want every person in the trade community to go when things really hit the fan. Expert trades was a company that lent yep. in and helped us out. Um, does that answer your question? In a roundabout way, does that answer your question? I think big brand retainer stuff, it hasn't been the most profitable thing for us anyway. Um, so changing that product mix to more scalable software solutions mm-hmm. for, for uh, trade clients, as in brand clients. Yep. Um, and then more content for our community, uh, free and paid, um, I think is the thing we need to lean into now.
0: Yeah, um, I guess one thing from me is, is there anything that listeners can take away from what we're doing to tackle the situation at the moment? Like, obviously, there's probably not like a one-size-fits-all, but what's the
1: take-homes for anyone that's listening at the moment? Um, I think one key thing is don't, Dip it don't like to stick your head in the sand. Mm-hmm. Um there are everyone is in the same boat, and that I think I've mentioned it previously. That keeps me sane. That keeps me in a in a reasonable mental position where I feel actually this isn't expert trades that's struggling, this is the whole economy. And I know that sounds negative, but because everyone's in the same boat, there is a degree of acceptance of what's happening around you. Um I'd probably say the key takeaways for me right now is regardless of whether your business traditionally is digital, non-digital, however you've thought about your business in the past, now is the time to break your business up into the smallest building blocks you can. Think about the customers that you serve and think about what their world looks like in the next three, six, nine, twelve 12 months as we one stay in lockdown and then two come out of this um, and work out how you can position your product mix to support your customer base. I think make sure you don't get stuck. Like for me, It's very easy for me to say, we have built a fantastic sales funnel of how we communicate to brands and solve big big retainers. I think I'm an idiot if I think in three months' time I can come back in and start selling those big retainers again. Um, The market is just going to be in a different place. Uh, On the flip side of it is they're going to be thinking about their customers in a new way. They're going to be trying to communicate to their customers in a new way. So The the landscape has shifted. Uh, I think everyone needs to to basically take pause and think, where are my customers going to be in three, six, nine, twelve 12 months? Um, and then try and position yourself for the future rather than worrying about today. And that's probably the mindset difference for me is last week I was trying to think about what do I need to do today? Mm-hmm. And I kind of ju- I, ca- I couldn't fucking answer the question so I ended up doing nothing productive. I was trying to solve a problem that I couldn't solve. There were no answers. And when I started asking myself that different question which was, where are my customers from a trade perspective and a brand perspective where are they now where are they moving to um that was just like oh shit it was like made all my decision making really easy okay so it's that wayne gretzky quote do you know the hockey guy to the
0: to the what's the sport is it
1: hockey hockey, hockey. yeah ice yeah. hockey to
0: the to the puck where the puck's going not where the puck is yeah
1: skate to where the puck's going not where the puck is sort of thing um and that that resonated with me hard like friday saturday and i was like that's the mistake I'm making. I'm trying to work out where the puck is today and I can't. I'm not fucking psychic. Like, well, I think I, that, like,
0: that and, and that was kind of what I was saying. That sums up what I was saying earlier about how people were kind of feel like they were scrambling before but now people are almost sort of settling into what the situation is and I guess that is because people are realizing, hold on, everyone's going to be in a single place for a, uh, for an extended period of time. They can't really go anywhere so how do I shift my model at the moment and just reach those people and that's like online, Um, like seeing a lot of videos, live streams, group um, chats, and things Mm -hmm. like that. Just people giving away stuff, um, however they can. Whether that's things like, um, what do I see? Like you know, Joe Wicks. The um, is it fifteen minute? Lean in fifteen. That's that's there we go. Yeah, so he's doing like free workout classes in the mornings, afternoons, evenings. I think evenings. the world
1: is watching him do it at nine yeah. o'clock every day my kids watch it.
0: Gyms are doing the same, like a lot of the PTs and things like that are running classes. There's literally, uh, the wife showed me a schedule. These are all just like online videos but there's different classes that are just being live streamed so people are just trying, people are slowly understanding the situation where mm-hmm. the puck's going and trying to sort of reach that
1: hundred percent. And I'd, I'd say that that is the mental shift that I've made in the last seven days. Um, I was in a really negative place on Friday night. And I'm not ashamed to say it because I think every small business owner right now, they are, they are literally having to fight off negative thoughts because it's so difficult for every small... It's so difficult for everyone, don't get me wrong, in the country right now. Um, small business owners have got their own challenges. Um, and it's so easy to get wrapped up in... Uh, Decision paralysis, like negativity. Um, And I really struggled like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday last week um, because I was trying to make those perfect decisions. Um, I think if we can take pause and go to where the puck's going and not where it is today and not trying to find the perfect solution today um, and spend time building the relationships with your customers for the future, uh, I think it'll make a world of difference. Um, So regardless of what business that you're in, um, I would say break it down into the smallest chunks you can. And there are endless amounts of resources out there right now and there's lots of companies doing great things giving online courses and stuff away for free Um, I would use the opportunity to upskill yourself educate yourself on more Mm -hmm. digital platforms think about digital think about community think about what you can do to be the place where your community get together. If you are Sam Wilcox, who runs a company called Tribecto, he's doing some fantastic work right now with Automation Insiders. So if you're interested in marketing automation, as an example, he's created a Facebook group and doing regular live streams and content for that community. So he's becoming the place that his potential target audience will hang out. That gives him great options and opportunities in the future. Think about what you can do. If you are a, I don't know, if you do dog training, Mm -hmm. Everything can have a social element to it. Work out what that is. And I think one thing that uh, is sticking a lot of people up right now um, is we all want to do some good in the world. Like, we, we all want to do something to help someone because there are people in the NHS that are, str- like, putting, like, uh, we put a post out there with, like, not all heroes wear capes. The NHS in the UK is doing some amazing work. But I think one thing that people are struggling with is they want to do everything for free for their members. But... A lot of companies are not in a financial position to just give everything away for free because they've got bills to pay. At Expert Trades, we would love to give every single one of our office package and website customers all of our services free for three months. But financially, it's just simply not viable for us to do that. Um, So we're finding other ways to create value. I think if you need to charge for your services, don't, don't beat yourself up for it. If you have to create a new product to fit into your product mix and you have to charge for it, That's not negative. Like You have to do what you need to do to stay in business. Just make sure that you're creating more value for your community than you're asking in return, and then everyone can leave this whole situation with a good taste in their mouth. We've seen the companies that are fucking things up right now and trying to exploit the situation. As long as you go into it with the right intent, there is no harm whatsoever in charging for your services, Mm -hmm. even in a world where people are trying to give everything away for free. As long as you go into it with the right intent, charge what you need to, stay in business, and then build your relationships with your customers.
0: Yeah, just on that, actually, we got an email from Malcolm Sloan. He was just kind of on on this um, topic. Cool. He's essentially, um, he's been giving out content. Um, for so Malcolm, he runs um, Sports Injury Fixed, doesn't Yeah, it? Sports Injury Fixed. I'll just quickly um, scrub through the email, um, but obviously... He deals with therapists and things like that, and obviously they've been affected because that requires people to be face-to-face. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's been giving out uh, content to help, uh, helping therapists to understand that people will still need uh, help given sales of fitness equipment is through the roof and people still need to exercise. Uh, it means injuries will still be on the increase. Yep. Um, uh, and he says uh, it's just about enabling them to do online consultations, helping therapists to understand the value of... Um, of online consultations and the knock-on impact uh, to the value of online bookings and payments, which is where uh, Sports Injury Fix can superpower their business. Yep. So that's kind of giving out free content, which helps um, the platform that Malcolm is pushing. Um, that I guess that's kind of a, a win-win situation where his business model is benefited from the situation mm-hmm. but he's been given out free content to help people understand that so it's not like a you need this now that the world's struggling it's just things have kind of worked out that way
1: yeah and i think there's, there's a lot of people that will have business models that are they may be predominantly online and digital mm-hmm. uh, and it's trying to work out where that balance is of um actually if you are an online business and educational platform there is a great opportunity for you right now where people got more time on their hands wanted to upskill themselves and I know that people are trying to be delicate with how they communicate it out. Um, but I think the key thing is right now is intent. So if you can mm. go into this with the right intent, um, then there there is no downside. Uh, for me, it's very simple. If I can look at myself in the mirror and be happy with the decisions that I've made and why I've made them, then I don't care. Like as long as I'm going with the right intent, we're all good. Um, so for me, just to wrap this up, a couple of things. I was in, I really struggled Wednesday, Thursday, Friday last week just from a, 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 a positivity, trying to be proactive, uh, struggling to make decisions. Um, the key mindset shift for me was um, moving to where I think the market's going to uh, compared to trying to make the right decisions on a day-to-day basis. Uh, think about that for your business. Uh, and secondly is um, break what you do down into its smallest components. Think about the customers that you serve and try and work out where they're going to be. And don't get hung up on um, your existing product mix and model. Uh, I think now there's going to be a whole shift in the market uh, in every every vertical that that you might play in. Mm-hmm. Um, really, just take a second and work out uh, what does my business offer. Where where do I play best? What can I what can I do to support my customers and think outside the box? Now don't get strung up on a two three four year business plan that you've got in place. I think that's why I was struggling. I knew exactly what I wanted to do in 2020 for the first time in a long time, uh, and obviously <laughs> I've just had that's completely taken out from underneath me. Um, and that's why that's probably why I was so frustrated last week. Mm. Um, don't try and ball the ocean. Go with the fucking tide um, and just actually things are changing. Uh, adapt with them. Don't fight against it. Um, look after your customers and go into everything with the right intent. That's sort of where I'm at right now. feels like I'm um, waffling a little bit, but I'm really just trying to gather my own thoughts about this whole thing um, and just being able to sit across from, from Harry, who's best friend and colleague. Uh, that is amazingly helpful. So um, I'm with my wife on Friday just talking th- things through because as a small business owner, it can be super isolating. Um, so please don't suffer in silence probably one of the best places uh, a community that that we've built off the back of the podcast filled from fucking amazing people Um, just go over to Facebook search for Business Startup Club uh, join the group um, contribute help each other there are amazing people in there that will give you as much time as you need to Um, we are in this together don't try and do it alone Um, and any ideas you want to bounce off myself or Harry or any of the listeners of the show um, all you need to do is email startupdiary at nbs.fm um, anything you're thinking about right now bounce it across to us we'll talk about in a future podcast um, and we'll speak to you next time <laughs>